All right, Bible and Daily Lifers, we are in the book of Ephesians, chapter 3, as we're moving through the New Testament in a year. So let's jump into Ephesians, chapter 3. Ephesians was written to the people who lived in Ephesus. Paul said, for this reason, well, he's talking about the Jews and the Gentiles being reconciled through Christ. I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ, for the sake of the Gentiles, prisoner for Jesus. These were called his prison epistles. He was in jail for his faith. He said, surely you've heard about the administration of God's grace that was given to me for you. That is the mystery made known to me by revelation, as I have already written briefly. Well, a lot of people had heard about the Apostle Paul. His story had circulated far and wide. He was the one who was persecuting the church. He was a Jewish scarlet. He was uh, fast becoming a, a rising star in Judaism, in Jerusalem, and in the other places, and got converted, had a radical conversion. His really is what we call a riches to rags story. He goes from the top, and he comes to the bottom, and he never really rises up again. He... Uh, <clears throat> except that he's the Apostle Paul, who we're talking about even now. But, you know, his status, his wealth, his influence in the Jewish world never regained it, never regained it. But he was the Apostle. He was the Apostle that went to the Gentiles. You would think he'd go to the Jews. He was all trained up in all of that. But God used his weakness and uh, his hatred, really, for the Gentiles to uh, turn him into a missionary to the Gentiles. He was prejudiced. He was, a, he was a terrorist. He was radical. In reading this, you will be able to understand my insight into the mystery of Christ, which was not made known to people in other generations as it has been now revealed by the Spirit of God to the holy apostles and prophets. So this whole thing was hidden before it was that God had a relationship with the Hebrew people, with the family of Abraham, with the, the Jewish people. But the idea that God would be the God of the Gentiles, the non-Jewish population, as well as the Jewish population, was a mystery. And it certainly was a mystery or unknown to those who were like the Apostle Paul, who were teaching this, this thing, this Judaism, and this separation of God's people, that they were God's chosen people. They figured they were God's only chosen people. Well, when Jesus comes on the cross, he breaks down the barrier between Abraham's family, the Hebrew people, the Jewish people, and the Gentiles. And he makes them one. That's the mystery of the gospel. Verse 6, this mystery is that through the gospel, the Gentiles are heirs together with Israel, members together of one body, and shares together in the promises of Jesus Christ. We are now one body joined together through Jesus Christ. It's amazing that Jesus brought these people together. And you find that in the book of Acts, in chapter 2, when the Holy Spirit is poured out, it's people from all nations are coming to Christ. And we still have a lot of nations to go out and reach. Not all of these nations, not all of these people groups are reached yet. We've got some work to do. We have to invest some time, energy, some money, some effort into bringing this gospel all around the world. He said, I've become a servant of the gospel by the gift of God's grace given me through the working of his power. Well, God gives gifts and he gave, gave a gift to Paul. And Paul became an apostle, an apostle to the Gentiles. And although I am less than the least of all of the Lord's people, this grace was given me to preach to the Gentiles, the boundless riches of Christ. 
you know, he saw himself as the least of the apostles because he was such a persecutor of the church because of the violence that he had done to the church, that he was trying to destroy the church, trying to ruin it, trying to bring it to absolute, complete end. But God saved him. And he always saw himself as, you know, I'm the least of the apostles. I'm just a recipient of God's grace. To make plain to everyone the administration of this mystery, which for ages was kept hidden in God, who created all things. Well, this was not known. It was not known that, that God, the creator, the maker of heaven and earth, was going to be the God of all people. That Jesus Christ was going to break down the barrier between Jews and Gentiles and make just one body. It was hidden, but now it's revealed. And it was revealed in Paul's day. It was revealed in Jesus' day. And it certainly continues on into our day, where we go and we reach everybody with this gospel. His intent was that now, okay, here's what God intends to do through the church, the gathered people of God, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and the authorities in the heavenly realms, according to his eternal purpose that he accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord. So even the angels didn't know about this. And so now that it's being demonstrated on earth that the Jews and the Gentiles are being brought together, the angels are seeing it, the heavenly beings are seeing this. And they didn't know it either. They didn't know the whole plan. In him, and through faith in him, we may approach God with freedom and confidence. We can just come before God. We don't need a priest. We don't need uh, religion. We don't need festivals. We don't need candles. We don't need any of that stuff. We just come before God with confidence. I can come right now. You can come right now like this. Lord, here I am talking to you. Yes. And I ask, therefore, that you not be discouraged because of my sufferings for you, which are for your glory. Don't be discouraged. Paul's in jail. You know, one of the, the best known apostles there he is in jail. You know what we should do? Oh, you know, we're bummed out. Paul said, don't be bummed out, man. This is working out for the good. For this reason, I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name, kneeling before God, and he's going to pray a prayer. I pray that out of his glorious riches, here's the prayer, receive this prayer, take it as it goes by. I pray that, this that his glorious riches, out of them, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being. May you be strengthened by the Holy Spirit in your inner life, in your inner being. May he make you strong so that Christ may dwell in you and in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, God, we pray that in our hearts we would be rooted and established in your love. Make us strong in love, that you may have power together with all of the Lord's holy people to do this. Close your eyes, receive this. And grasp how wide and how long and how high and how deep is the love of Christ for you. And to know the love that surpasses knowledge, that you might be filled to a measure of the fullness of God. May you receive his love and be filled with his love, a love that cannot be explained with words, a love that cannot be explained through writing, a love that can only be experienced. May you experience this love, the height, the depth, the width. And now... We pray to him and thank him. Now him who's able to do immeasurably more than we ask or imagine, 
according to his power that has worked within us. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Amen. And now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all that we ask or imagine, according to his power that is work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ through all generations forever and ever. Amen and amen and amen. May Jesus be glorified in us. You are loved. You are loved. You are loved. May you experience it. Jesus loves you. Peace. Grace. Let's move on in the book of Ephesians. It's 